Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Technology can be scary for us to wrap our heads around, and I get it. We want to cut hair help our clients with beautiful skin and it's easy for us to think well I'm just not a computer guy but whether we like it or not technology isn't going anywhere I know we already use it a little bit with our booking system our website and I think we're all pretty good at social media but what about AI and I'm not talking about replacing our team with robots because I don't think I'd be very comfortable with a robot cutting my hair or doing my brows but what about using AI for marketing Today, I'd like to introduce you to Scott, and he's from Salon SOS. Now, Salon SOS is a digital marketing agency specifically for the salon and spa industry. And today on the podcast, Scott shares three different ways that we as salon owners don't see ourselves as computer guys, but we can use AI and be a bit more time and tech savvy. Scott, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Very pleased to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. So why don't we start with who the heck are you, Scott? Where do you live? What do you do? How did you get to be doing it? Well, clearly I live here in cyber world, as you can see from the background, those that might be watching a video, but uh, otherwise I am home based in Montreal, Canada, uh, but a citizen of the world. And I've been in the industry for beauty industry a little over 25 years now. I was working with the L'Oreal group for uh, for 14 of those years, was general manager for Kerastase for one year, general manager for Redken uh, for four years. So really grew quite a, a deep attachment to the salon industry. And so much so that I, I just had this passion that I wanted to help the industry. I just felt that there was such a, a collaborative nature. People wanted help. And I did find that the corporate you know, big corporation side limited me a little bit. And I, I I preferred when I was out touching, you know, salons, touching people at events, I felt that's where the greatest impact was happening. So I decided to leave the corporate world and get into sort of smaller endeavors that were bringing value to the industry. And I started Salon SOS, uh, a digital marketing agency specifically designed for the hair salon and spa industry and just it's really representation of my personal mission that I just want to make sure that every single salon business can have online marketing tools that grow their business at extremely affordable prices simple and affordable is what we're about and we're just trying to bring the knowledge so that people feel comfortable with digital and technology and can actually implement it with success in their salon companies. Well, there's one of the reasons I want to speak to you here on the podcast, because I know as an industry, there are there is still a little bit of fear around installing technology. Things have changed dramatically. And I know that we often think, look, honestly, I, I cut hair. I um, look after skin. Technology is not my thing. I'm not a computer guy. So um, and I think sometimes it holds us back. So I really wanted to invite you to come and speak to 
like technology is changing at such a rapid pace, you know, um, we have to adopt these things. So how can we make it easy? How can we ensure that we feel comfortable and not fearful of things like online booking, AI, we've got to deal with chat GPT and other technology now, and we're either going to let it pass us by out of fear, or we can embrace it and go, all right, how are we going to use this inside of our salon? Um, we, I think as an industry, we're pretty good at social media, but it's the other stuff. Um, and so I wanted to have this conversation with you today and just actually shine a light on it doesn't have to be that tricky. Maybe we could um, do some really great stuff. So yeah. thank you for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure. And you said, I think there's a little bit of fear. I would say there's more than just a little bit of fear around technology in our in our industry that, that definitely holds people back. But even to social media, your point, our industry has gotten you know quite good at it, but it took a while, right? Uh, it was lagging. And when it first came out, people were like, oh, you know what? No, I can't. I don't want to do this. I can't do this. And now we're we're doing it because almost because we feel like we have to, right? And we've learned it and we've gotten into it. But then as soon as Instagram came out with reels, uh, you know, a year and a half ago, everyone was like, oh, no, like I can't do videos. Um, so we're constantly <laughs> pushing back against these these new developments. But the reality is, if what we know, if we learned from history is that we're going to end up doing it eventually. So you might as well be in the, you know, the early wave. You don't have to be the first one doing it, but if you want to be better than, you know, the average in the industry, then you have to get ahead of it a little bit and understand that these things are a reality. Our world is not going to get less digital. It's not going to become less technology with artificial intelligence. As you mentioned, it's just you know, going to be more and more. And whether you like it or not, you might as well learn it and figure out how you can use some of it. You don't need to become an expert, but you need to at least understand some of these technologies enough to be able to use them to your benefit because there's so much that it can actually do to help your business. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we have to go into AI, Scott. Like this is the big conversation that's happening right now. It's the one that's, uh, there's a small percentage of people that are super excited, but the majority of us, are, can I say shit scared of um, what it's going to do, how it's going to take over, that people will know that we've been using it. Um, and let's set a few things straight. What are some things that we could, should, would use in our salon when it comes to AI that actually can make our life easier and we don't have to be scared of? Yeah, I, I think we should preface it, you know, by a lot of people out there in the industry have been saying, oh, you know what, robots aren't going to be cutting or coloring hair, you know, anytime soon, they're not going to take my job. So I don't need to worry about this technology. When we talk about AI, artificial intelligence, we're not talking about actual robots, you know, coming in and, and cutting hair. We're actually talking about a whole set of tools, right, like technology tools, computer tools, software program tools that can help us do a lot of administrative work that in the past have taken us hours and hours and hours to do that now can take a matter of seconds. And if you are not open to learning about this, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. I like to tell people, you can think of artificial intelligence and one particular tool in particular that many people I'm sure have heard of, ChatGPT. That's just one you know, AI tool. But you can think of it as your incredibly smart 
like robot friend, right? That's like next to you 24 hours a day that can answer any single question that can do any kind of task for you um, in, in seconds. And they'll always do it with a smile on their face. So I'd say, let's talk about some of the things that you can be utilizing it for, right? That will help you save time, will help you be more efficient in what you do. First thing that I would suggest, and some people who have been playing around with ChatGPT have been using it to help them with social media. So there's a couple of areas. You can firstly use ChatGPT. Everybody should know that it's free. So you can have a free account. You can also have a paid account, but the free account is actually very adequate for what most people would use it for on a you know regular basis. And you can, first of all, ask it to give you a whole bunch of ideas for what things you should be posting on your social media, right? Tell it what you are as if you're talking to your super smart robot friend and say, hey, I own a salon business. This is where I'm located. These are the services that we offer. This is the ideal client that we're trying to attract to us. Give me 20 different ideas of content that I could be posting about on social media that's going to be engaging and interesting for that target audience to want to come and visit my salon. I love this so much, Scott, because you literally need to speak to in my mind, it's a guy. I don't know why. But I find myself typing, please, can you? Like, I'm literally speaking to a person. I'm very polite. It's very polite to me back. Um, gives me compliments on anything that I put in there. It's quite a good user experience, I have to say. Oh, yeah. And I do that all the time, too. Please, you know, please, can yeah. you do this? Please, and can it, you do this for me? It responds Thank back. And sometimes it gives me response. And I say, that wasn't specific enough. You know, can you go into more detail? And it will respond I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, here's a more yeah. descriptive, you know, da, 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 da. <laughs> so you can go back and forth with it, uh, you know, all the time. So that's a starting point. Then you can actually ask it to help you write, you know, actual captions and you can direct it. You can go back and forth with it, uh, you know, to perfect it. You can ask it to write in a certain, you know, tone of voice that you want so that it sounds like you. You can put examples of your past writing so that it understands your style because people often say oh like a computer is never going to talk like me and so i don't want to use it it always sounds it sounds like a machine is writing this there's ways that you can actually overcome that so very very powerful from that standpoint there's also some tools if we stay on social media for a second where you can actually create your own images so of course, it's great to be taking pictures of your work, you know, in salon and whatnot, uh, in terms of the results of hair, take videos of what you're doing, create reels, all that is important. But if ever there's something specific that you're looking for, you want to, you know, create an image, there are now artificial intelligence tools. Uh, a popular one is called DALL-E, D-A-L-L-E. Um, and it's on the third version already, where you can sort of give it a prompt and say, you know, please create an image of, but da, 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 and you describe the image that you want, and it will actually just produce the image for you. So that's also a very valuable tool, maybe not for your images on social media, but maybe you want images to put on your website. Maybe you want images to put on, you know, email newsletters attached to blog articles that maybe you're writing. So much that you can be doing. I love that. I had a little play. I haven't played with that one, um, Scott, but my son came home and they'd done a project at school. And so we had, oh, I forget, Dark Cafe or something. Anyway, we had a great time um, creating all sorts of images. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It is amazing what it can do. 
yeah, and we're really just at the cusp of of, For sure. of the technology today. Really, I mean, uh, if you think of what's going to happen in the next two years, five mm. years, ten years, I don't think we can really even picture what it might look like. But I think what's important is that there's a lot of things that you can be utilizing today in your salon business that's going to help you save time, be more efficient. We've actually put together a whole a whole training that's a you know video training 12 videos sort of step-by-step -step tutorials on how to utilize some of these tools because we just felt it was so important for people to at least learn some of the basics right so we've done it in a, a very straightforward way that helps you learn some of these things how to right get it all get it all set up we talk about client consultations i think this is another area where we can be utilizing artificial intelligence to enhance our client consultations you might say, well, how, like, how does that work? Well, I mean, there's various, uh, there's various aspects, but there are some tools now, very sophisticated tools that, I mean, the most sophisticated, there's mirrors, they're called smart mirrors. Now these would be quite costly if you purchase them and, you know, put them in your salon, but it can actually analyze just by the mirror, mirror visualizes the client, it can analyze their skin, it can analyze their hair, and it can give very, very precise, you know, recommendations uh, in terms of regimen to be using. It can allow customers to view different hair colors on themselves in the moment in the mirror sitting in the chair. So that's kind of next level. But it's a little simpler than that. There are apps now that exist that can kind of do the same thing. So you could upload a picture, right, of your customer and in that app, you can change their hairstyle, you can change their hair color, you can change, you know, makeup, so that they can look at, you know, different, different looks, different colors, and it can kind of help you bridge that, that consultation phase and set the right expectations before you actually start into something. So it's not just them coming in with a picture that they took off of the internet or off Instagram saying, hey, I want my hair to look like this. You can be like, okay, well, let's actually check how that would look on you, right? And if you incorporate these tools into your consultation, you now look like you're offering an elevated customer experience that other salon professionals are not. So you're standing out from the rest. And you're actually, I believe, having an engaged conversation and setting the right expectation so that they don't all of a sudden have the color and be like, oh, that's not what I thought it was going to look like on me. Uh, <laughs> so, which can be certainly a problem. Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team. You love your team. But you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more, because everybody wins, the team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, I love that. Um, let's talk about uh, using tools for retention, um, Scott. I... Um, Years ago, when I had my salon, uh, 
I remember deciding that it was my responsibility. I remember the moment of kind of where I realized as the business owner, it was actually my responsibility to take control of one, attracting clients to the business. It was not the responsibility of my team and two, keeping those clients. And while my team, it was their responsibility to serve, it is, it's a shared responsibility for retention. But I remember one of my top performers broke up with her boyfriend and she was sad and depressed <laughs> and for about three weeks her performance plummeted she forgot to rebook the clients she forgot to sell them she was just too sad and depressed and I thought this just won't do I can't like we had strong training regimens we had strong systems and processes on how we did things um we had a lot of high performers but I thought this is risk for me they break up with their boyfriend um and my business suffers. How can I take responsibility myself as a business owner to hold up the business despite the very the variables that humans bring? And I would love to have your take on how do we use technology, uh, marketing specifically, to ensure that as a business owner, we have a little bit of control over those things, particularly around retention, I guess, you know? What yeah, are your absolutely. thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you talked about sort of the volat volatility of the human, you know, human behavior. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of why we need to have systems in place. And technology allows us to have systems that perform the exact same way every single time. There's consistency to help overcome some of the inconsistencies that, that we have based on our human, you know, behavior, human emotions, all the life circumstances. So Think of one thing in particular here, as you mentioned, client retention. One area that salon owners are often fearful of is that when a stylist you know, or esthetician leaves the salon, that they're going to lose all of those clients right? that go and follow that stylist to their new location. So that's also something about client retention. How do we, how do we go through that? One clear-cut way right to be increasing customer retention is through loyalty programs right points programs these are very very common in all industries out there however they've been less utilized in the salon industry for some reason i've always questioned that guy why are there not more loyalty programs in salons it makes total sense and you know some salons have had loyalty programs in the past where they have those little paper punch cards, right? For example, right? Every mm -hmm. time you come in and you get a, a manicure, you get a punch. And after, you know, five or 10, you get a free one or same thing for a haircut or whatever the case may be. Those are loyalty programs, but they're so basic and elementary. It's, you know, 20, 30 years ago, it's just a paper card that we're expecting the customer to, to keep in their, in their purse and to not lose. Um, and at the same time, the salon has no visibility. Like how many of those cards are actually out there? Mm -hmm. How many, how many punches, uh, you know, are we liable for? And when you incorporate technology, right. And you actually have a, a digital loyalty program, it brings so many pieces of added value. The first is super simple. <laughs> it stays on the phone, right, of the customer all the time. And people are way more likely to know where their phone is than where that little paper coupon <laughs> thing is. So that's one. Two, it's modern, right? It makes you seem like you are a, a modern, you know, salon with the times. 
you know, bringing technology, uh, you know, to the forefront and consumers like that consumers are on their phones all the time. They're used to using it for everything in their lives. So why not incorporate that? It makes you have a professional look and feel. Third, you now have the data, right? So customers are actually going to create their account, right? So they're going to put in their name. They're going to put in their, you know, their phone number, their email address, maybe their birth date. And you now have their personalized information. You can be tracking how many points everybody has been earning. You can give them, you know, the opportunities to redeem those points with like multiple ways. And it's all tracked, right? So there's no mistakes. There's no things that go, um, go lost uh, and have, and have customer complaints. So these are all some of the, you know, instant benefits of using a technology system. Now there's two types of technology that we do see in the salon world today. One, some salons are utilizing their, their POS book, you know, platform, um, software system that may have a loyalty points system in the background of it. And they're like, oh yeah, we use that for our points. The problem with systems like that in the salon world and in other businesses is that nobody becomes aware of, of the points. Nobody's actually talking about it. It's not as though when the customer comes to the front desk, you know, it's, we're barely lucky if whoever's checking out the client is able to talk about rebooking their next appointment and is able to talk about retail purchases. They're not talking about, Oh, by the way, you know what, are you part of our loyalty program? And Oh, I see that you have, you know, you just earned, you know, 50 points today. That conversation is just not happening. And the only time that it comes up is when the customer has enough points, there's a pop-up on the screen that happens. And then the front desk person, whoever's checking out is forced to say, Oh, wait a second. I see here. You have enough points to get $10 off today. So the customer has not been aware of anything, the whole process, but now the salon is just giving away something, you know, for free. What you need to do if you're making it digital is it needs to be in some form of app based program, right? Where it's, on the phone of the customers and they have visibility and they have to open the app every time that they're in the business, you know, scan something in order to get the points added and they see it, they have the visibility because- So they're active, so, they're actually actively involved in the process. Exactly, yeah. they're engaged with it, right? The purpose of loyalty programs, points programs out there across all industries, the purpose is to change the behavior of the customer. But if the customer is not aware of something, then they're not going to change their behavior. So the only way to make them aware is, you know, give them a reason where they have to open it up, right? And see it every time that they're in your salon. And now you can send, you know, special personalized offers and promotions, you know, to them. So many amazing ways that you can really engage with them between visits, right? To stay relevant and connected with them. You could send automatic messages through the system, you know, for their birthdays, after a visit, asking for reviews. You know, if they haven't been back to the salon in a certain amount of time, there can be a trigger that sends out a message saying, hey, we haven't seen you in a while. We'd love to have you back in our salon, you know, and you can put in digital coupons. There's so many amazing opportunities when you make it digital. So I'd say that's really where technology can really, really help with retention. And when customers are earning points at the salon, even when a stylist leaves, the customer still has their points with the salon. It doesn't follow the stylist to their new location. So it's one extra reason 
to keep coming back to the salon because they have all these points that they have accumulated that they want to be utilizing. Tell you what, that works a treat. Um, uh, I had a large team um, and we ran a, ran a points program and it would have been one of the most important strategies that we installed when you have team change. Um, and so 100%, I, I think it's a needs must for sure. All right, Scott, you are a business owner. What is a quote or a mantra that keeps you feet on the ground, super focused, driving forward in business? Hmm. Well, the quote, I'm going to tie it back to marketing because um, a quote that I, I state all the time and it's advice for salon owners is that your marketing plan is only as good as your retention plan. And really what that means, most salon owners, business you know, professionals are focused on, I need new clients. I need new clients. And so your marketing is always triggering to get new clients. But if you don't have a strong retention plan in place, then all those new clients that come in the door, there's like a leak at the bottom of the bag and they'll fall out and it's a never ending cycle. So your marketing plan is only as good as your retention plan. You have to start with a strong retention plan so that everybody new that comes in actually sticks around and stays with you for a while. Yeah. I love that. This is so good. I, I have a picture in my mind of little people falling through a hole <laughs> <laughs> like dead bodies. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. What is a book, a podcast or something that you've, uh, engaged in recently that you think all salon owners need to get their hands on? So I, I'm going to go back with a classic. I mean, I engage with this uh, repeatedly over time and it's not specific to, you know, salons. It's for mindset, right? So people that are into personal development uh, and, and mindset, and it's a real classic. It's the book is Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Uh, it's one of the classics. I go back to it regularly and often because I feel like if we can really understand each of those seven habits and apply them in our lives that it's it's like a perfect roadmap to leading a very fulfilled life both personally professionally it all ends up kind of blending together um, because i'd say your mindset is really the most important thing so that's one that i connect with but really there's so many great you know personal development books podcasts out there i would say you know connect with something that you that you feel good about that, that connects with you. You listen to it. And you're like, yeah, that speaks to me or, you know, a book that speaks to you and, and just adopt those practices over and over again in your daily life to, uh, to make them naturally part of who you are. Yeah. So the message there actually is regardless of what, what it is, seven habits or something else, actually there's a bit of repetition and consistency around going back to that, like not read not read something once and done and then you move on to the next thing. I love that. I think that's so important. I think growth is based on consistency of the small habits actually. Um, yeah. So that was great. That was a, a, a really good sub-message there. I, mean, I, <laughs> I appreciate to, that. I used to read a book and then I would read a new book and then someone else would read a, yeah. recommend that you read a new book and then they all have different ideas but what you start to recognize is that there's many overlapping, you know, principles. Mm -hmm. And eventually I was like, okay, you know what? I've, I've consumed enough, you know, information here that, and I believe in it all, but now I want to really focus on the, the implementation of it yeah. into my life. And so I kind of now go back to the ones that are really, really stuck with me and repetition. We are what we repeat. Yeah. Agree. I love that. Um, all right, Scott, I know people are going to want to stalk you. You also have a podcast. Where can we find your podcast? What's your dub dub and your socials? 
Yeah. So our, our podcast can be found on all, you know, listening stations. It's called The Salon Scoop. Um, and it's all about, you know, digital marketing, best practices, uh, tips, advice. So that can be found Spotify, you know, Apple Music, everywhere. Um, our website is www.salonsos.ca. Uh, and you can find all sorts of information about us there. We have that training that I mentioned, the artificial intelligence training there. It's like a self, self-guided self uh, training, extremely affordable to learn about it. We'd have information about our loyalty app. We do have a software loyalty app that sort of speaks to what I was talking about. We have all sorts of other services, but also resources in terms of you know, YouTube videos, blog articles, et cetera. And if you want to hit us up on our socials, whether it's, you know, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, it's at salon.s.o.s. Amazing. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Um, this has been super great. And um, now you know where to find Scott. So thank you for your time, Scott. Thanks so much for having me. This was uh, fantastic. I love chatting with you, Scott. A massive thank you for joining us on the podcast today. And I really loved learning and talking more about how the industry can incorporate technology into our business as we step into this new phase. Because as Scott said, this world isn't getting any less digital. So we might as well embrace it and take advantage of it. As it really is a powerful tool, especially in our marketing and our business development. Just to recap on some of the key time-saving savvy ways that we can harness our AI in our salons. One is my best friend, ChatGPT. Well, firstly, it's free, and I'm sure we've all heard of it before, and I promise I use it a lot, and it's not a scary robot. It's actually very polite, and you just talk to it like a, like a human. So try ChatGPT and write your Instagram captions or ideas on what to post, and it's a really cool way to use AI, I think. And it saves a hell of a lot of time on, you know, how the caption works with your picture. You can create your own AI images. Now, this is something that my son and I played around with for a little bit. It's kind of crazy what it can do. And as Scott said, it's a great way to create images for your website, emails, maybe blogs. Um, but it's early days yet. And um, it depends on the technology and on the quality, but it certainly is worth having some fun. Now, using AI and asking it anything, ChatGPT is the main one. You'll be amazed what you can learn and what you can ask it. It can help you write anything that you need to write inside of your business and business development. Just remember, sanity check everything with a human brain. It's clever but it's not as clever as a real human, in my humble opinion. So I hope you found that interesting. Jump into ChatGPT right now and start your first caption for Instagram and just have a little play. So before I head off, Christmas is just another week closer and I wanted to make sure that you're part of our 12 steps to a stress-free Christmas series. I have the 12 things that you need to do best at the busiest time of the year and my goal is to help you make it stress-free because I remember the days of it being super crazy. So you can get to the loo when you need it. And people, remember, spend 30% more at Christmas time and you want to make sure that your business gets a slice of that pie. We want to make sure our team is working smarter, not harder, despite being tempted to squeeze clients in. All of those things, I know we can make more when we actually slow things down just a little. All you need to do is jump into the profitable and successful salon owners Facebook group to get access. It's totally free, it's totally fun, and it's totally easy. 
So I'll see you there. I'll leave the link to the group in the show notes of this podcast episode. Meanwhile, same time, same place on the podcast next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.